Emily in all black on Fifth Avenue. She steps confidently, assuredly, yet with a note of frustration. Resigned to having to attend this meeting. Resigned to enduring an hour of a group of suits, all men of course, questioning her designs, her ideas, her aesthetics. The perverts will probably even say something about her clothes. She laughs out loud in the street, picturing their desires, their sexual frustrations, their deep insecurities. Their impotence turns her on, and she grows hot right there on Fifth Avenue. She stops, takes a breath, composes herself. Plenty of time for that after this fucking meeting. She renews her pace, her palms clenched and damp. She's still a little hungover from the night before, and this exacerbates her oscillations between confidence, irritation, and arousal. It's hot today, her dark clothing sticking uncomfortably to her skin. The night before, what happened? She remembers bits and pieces, shouting at a bartender about something, kissing a man whose name she would never remember. There might have been a woman too, for that matter. She grins. Sometimes she feels as though she's leading a double life. By day, her work, these meetings, clients. By night, the music, the movement, the sex. She knows, however, that the two are intertwined, inextricably linked by her passion, her drive, her libido. She arrives at the building. It's a dull gray edifice, some unimaginative architect's idea of serious. She checks her watch. She's early. She enters the building, the interior. Unbearably boring. It's carpeting, mirrors, and gold framing. A feeble attempt at gesturing at luxury. The meeting's on the 42nd floor. For one wild instant, she considers taking the stairs. No. She must not begin this meeting out of breath. She must be absolutely impeccable. She approaches the elevator, presses the button, holding it down the way people do as if to express to the elevator their urgency. After what seems like an eternity, the door opens. She enters, presses 42, and just as the door closes, she begins to get a surge of trepidation. The doors clang shut like two tombstones colliding and a voice comes up from some speaker. 42nd floor, go going, uh uh. The elevator lurches and moves, strong and fast. Her stomach swoops. The interior is mirrored on two sides. The floor is carpeted a hot glowing red and 
the other two walls are bedecked with garish and cliched designs of small men at war with one another. Amused, she taps her foot, going over again what she'll say in this godforsaken meeting. The elevator is going fast, but it seems to be taking so long. The voice announces each floor, though the elevator does not stop. With an abrupt jolt, the elevator halts, and she's knocked off her feet. Shocked, she stays on the ground, her hands clutching the floor. The voice rings out, Apologies to the delay. We will, we will be leaving shortly. Motherfucker, she mutters under her breath. At least she's early. She stands and adjusts herself. She leans against one of the mirrors. It's surprisingly warm to the touch, and she presses her hand, her arm, her face against it. It's soothing. She stares at her reflection, her cheek pressed against the warm glass, her breath fogging up the mirror. The elevator begins to vibrate, to tremble, and it slowly starts moving. The voice speaks, and the elevator stops, but the doors remain shut. She presses the door's open button, and the voice seems to sigh. She taps it again and again until the elevator lurches. She's thrust face down on the floor as it shoots up. She lies there as it moves, her fingers in the red carpet, her whole body vibrating. The voice announcing floors at light speed, going frantic, ecstatic. The lift moves so fast that it seems to be going into her, through her, from below. The pressure, the motion is in her blood, her veins, her bones, and she screams with fear, with delight, and as if it hears her, the voice stops. The elevator pauses, her breath comes back. She presses into the floor and the lift begins to descend gently. She stands and the lift reverses. She presses buttons and then more buttons and makes the elevator go up and down, syncopated to the rhythm of her breath. The voice breathes, announcing floors, her reflection flushed, shocked, alive. She grins at herself laughing as she begins to take control. She commands the elevator, drives it, rides it. She's within it, it's within her and she feels it. She starts pressing buttons frantically, laughing, giggling, the elevator going side to side, swinging, she's dancing with it. The voice is gasping. She's overcome with heat, with excitement. The elevator turning, descending, spinning until the voice cries out. Alarms go off and the sprinklers begin to shoot cool jets of water from the ceiling. 
The lift shudders to a halt. The doors open. The voice says, 14 seconds. Emily steps 